he's in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon order. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Welcome, listener, to this Christmas special. <laughs> my name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. And tonight's episode, or today's episode, depending on when you're listening to it, is a bit special because we are actually in the same room together, <laughs> yes. which is which is so much fun. So here we are. We've watched several films, but we're going to talk about one specifically. Uh, as it's Christmas times, so we wanted to watch something <laughs> Christmassy. And if that's something Netflix has, it's Christmas movies. <laughs> So, Linnea, why don't you tell us what we watched for our Christmas episode? <laughs> the Night Before Christmas. Yes. Night with a K. Night with a K. Not to be confused with similar sounding movies, <laughs> uh, some of which we've even watched recently. So, yes, <clears throat> The Night Before Christmas. It's a time travel romance Christmas film starring, of course, a knight played by Josh Whitehouse and the romantic uh, lady interest person (laughs) is none other than Vanessa Hudgens, who certainly has a career of Netflix Christmas movies, which I'm sure we'll get into. (laughs) But how would you describe uh, The Night Before Christmas? I really have to think about this title before I say it, because I will get it wrong, so bear with me. Uh, well, it's certainly a romance movie. It uh, follows all, all the tropes and all the formulas that the inclu- is included in that uh, category of film. Uh, <laughs> You're like, how can I be politically correct and, and nice sounding while <laughs> relaying this information? <laughs> um, but it's also very plastic looking i don't know how to describe it no no it's 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 clean it's so clean everyone has perfect clean cream colored skin everything is super clean like recent like spring cleaned clean and the snow even looks clean even when there's like a car road next to it it's not brown anywhere it's it's perfect fake snow even though i don't know if it's fake snow it's a bit like and and you know me just saying that makes me still like appreciate what they actually <laughs> managed to do like me not quite being sure that it was fake snow or not still means that they did a fairly good job at that but it's, it's an extremely clean movie there's no clothes that are like sitting a bit off unless it's like intended for mm. comedic purposes so it's very clean would be <laughs> which also makes it a bit unnerving and makes it look like it's almost like a a dull kind of yes. movie yes. like it's 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 not we're not watching character like people human people no we're watching barbies in a way it's it's more plastic looking than barbie <laughs> the movie <laughs> so um yeah i mean the, the picture quality is so 
crisp and just so all the colors are sort of very very Vibrant, bright yes, yes. Um, and it makes it look unnatural fake yeah, yeah exactly definitely. Um, it looks like a Christmas ornament basically which yeah. you know if if that's the look they're going for then then they <coughs> did it well and in a way I was I'm not, I'm not gonna say I like it but in a way I can I can respect them going the full plastic fake dreamlike look I can almost like appreciate it in a way because it's so separated from anything that feels mm. real so it really is contained in this weird modern nostalgia bu- bubble in a way mm. it's it's very it's special <laughs> it's a special kind of style that they're going for <laughs> <laughs> and i mean to be fair because i've read novels that are almost exactly what this movie mm. is that is kind of how they feel like they should look yeah i mean in the visual media it's, Everything is perfect. The lighting is perfect. Everything is super clean. It's, it, it, it's really... You can't almost fault it for it. You can be like, I'm not a fan of it. But you mm. can't say like, oh... That was the wrong choice. No, it's yeah. not because it's the right choice. Exactly. And that's, that's why we, we talked about this when, when, when we finished watching it. It's like super hard to know how you feel about the movie afterwards. <laughs> it's like... Did I like it? Did I not? What didn't I like? Well, you can sort of pinpoint it, but it's 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 really weird. It's just a tricky type of film to critique. Very much so. In, yes. In a fair way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> because we still kind of had a good time watching it. Like it's yeah. not, it's not a, you're not gonna have a bad time watching it. No. But you're not gonna have a great time either. <laughs> and sometimes things that make you feel like this was a fun moment is not why it's intended <laughs> purpose of that scene mm. kind of um i mean we we sat there giggling watching it so that's a plus yeah of course we kind of giggled because it's so cringe but <laughs> yes and so inaccurate and i we're I mean, not going for <clears throat> accuracy when when i mean should we is this the point where we should try to explain the, the plot and, and the character motivations, even though we both really struggled <laughs> and discussed it while watching it, trying to understand where people are trying to go. Uh, <laughs> would you do the honors? <laughs> so the movie begins in the 1300s. Don't remember exactly which year, like 1310 or something, something like that, uh, with the character of Sir Cole. He had a longer name, but I don't remember uh, it. So uh, it's just Circle. Yeah, Circle uh, from now on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which reviewers on Letterbox would also agree with us. But it's, it really sounds like they're saying Circle. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And he and his brother are like on a falcon hunt something. Yes. And Circle rides off into the forest and encounters an old crone. Yes, and it's important that it's an old crone. Uh, <laughs> this will become very important later at numerous times. It's an old crone. Yeah. Uh, the phrase is uh, repeated uh, repeatedly yes. in the movie. <laughs> Drink every time he says crone and you will be hammered by the end of it. <laughs> <clears throat> and she kind of... She gives him... A quest, kind of, or it's yeah. Or does she? Does it's, she? It's <laughs> because 
His brother is not a knight yet. No, he's he, about to be knighted. Yes, he's about to be knighted. And he is a knight. But he is... According to oldcronewisdom.com, he's not... <laughs> A true knight? No. Because he doesn't know what his quest is. And I honestly don't know enough about the ideology of knighthood in the medieval times. We read The Green Knight, which is part of that sort of ideology and mindset Mm, mm. and, and almost like almost... I would say almost like religious tendencies Mm. in terms of what a knight should be and Mm. you know Mm. and there was a whole thing back in those days like Mm. of knighthood and the idea of knighthood and I don't just don't I don't know enough no but I'm I'm not sure that they need to have like a personal quest no and also I would feel like maybe because of the times if they were to have some sort of motivation like that it would be religious as in Mm. god and this is very far from being anything religious it it only has Christmas the name Christmas in um in common with (laughs) with the religion so um but anyways he, he she says that he has a quest yeah, or calling. Oh, or calling. Or something it's like that. It's confused. The two of them yeah. are the same and they also are, not. They are used interchangeably, I yes. think. <laughs> but essentially, she tells him that you can't be a true knight until you've fulfilled this yes. random quest that she's yes. giving him. Um, He's a um, fake knight yeah. right now, apparently. Exactly, uh, exactly. Despite the armor, <laughs> and the knighthood. She, yeah, and she gives him some, some hints that it will be a time where... What does she say? Like a magic box that steel entertains, yeah, steel horses, flying dragons, flying, flying dragons, metal dragons. Yes, yes. So we understand immediately. Well, we understand from the 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 poster <laughs> that he's gonna travel in back. But we understand. Okay, he's going to the future. Yes. Um. So how? Because this him moving into the future is also one point where I find it's. It's a weird choice because he is on this falcon hunt, mm. meets an old crone who has decided to go into the woods and meet him specifically there. Mm. And then she gives him a special medallion and then he just disappears. Mm. So there's no really inciting incident in my mind. No. Apart from her saying that she feels <laughs> that he is not a tr- like it's all about her feelings. <laughs> And not so much. I don't think we had any establishing moment before where we find that he is unsure of his place. Mm. Or did we? Because I don't remember any. No. No. No, I don't believe no. so. They see, he seemed perfectly happy, honestly. Yes, yes. Not, no conflict, nothing that he would like to run away from. Mm. So she decides to fuck up his life, basically. <laughs> yeah. By sending him to Ohio in 2019. <laughs> and what happens after he's sent with his magic medallion? Well, he kind of wanders around aimlessly for a while, not acting as surprised as he maybe should be. Some girls take a selfie with him and he's just like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> What's going on? Yes. <clears throat> and then he has a run-in with Brooke, Vanessa Hudgens' mm. character, and she spills 
hot chocolate on him. Yes. On his armor. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what is this uh, mead that tastes so good? <laughs> and I will have to say, because hot chocolate is brown colored. Mm. So would the first instinct be to taste this weird new liquid? <laughs> it might smell good though, actually. But would that be the first instinct? She could have been holding a diaper. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm being nitpicky, <laughs> but that's the mood I'm in. So, anyways. If we're also, gonna, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. If we're gonna be nitpicky, like, would he actually have as nice teeth as he does, or be as clean as he is? No. But the thing is, they didn't have sugar in the medieval times. Fair enough. So sometimes they actually have better teeth than uh. 20th century people at least had before, you know, floor, uh, fluoride mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Not necessarily, because he's like, what, 30 or something? Yeah. 25, 30. So I, I, I can believe his teeth, actually. Okay. Fair actually, enough. I can. Uh, and also, I can believe his teeth because he has British actor teeth, which means that he does not have the, what do you call it, the chiclet teeth. He doesn't have the, the white, mm. super, super duper white, whiter than the eyes, the, the white of the eyes mm. kind mm. of white, which mm. everyone else in this American town has, because they all go to the same doctor which give them too too many white teeth too many white teeth <laughs> so his teeth i actually believe them <laughs> weirdly oh, good we good. can disagree on this point but i believe his teeth no you convinced me <laughs> i don't believe his armor though uh because i really do not believe that you for a for a fairly simple bird hunting session would need um chain mail, chain mail steel uh, what Cirrus, Cirrus, mm. I believe is the pronunciation, and sword. Uh, none of these things are required to catch a bird in my mind, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, what do I know? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, sorry, nitpicking over for a few minutes. Um, and after that run in, he sees what he believes is the old crone and. For a while, actually, was the old crone, but then she kind of turns out not to be. Yes. Um, also, another one of those. Either you have to go with it being Christmas miracle, uh, or him being delusional. Mm. Either one will work. But we do see we see Vanessa Hudgens' character with her niece attending the because it's santa claus and mrs claus that are sitting and sort of asking the children what do you want for christmas and the niece goes there and and talks to santa and mrs claus and at that time mrs claus is the old crone yes okay so it is the old crone yes because she's i think she's sort of shaking up on brooke yes so is she Is she like a fairy godmother or is she a time traveler that steals bodies? Probably the latter. Because later, That's much yes, more sinister. Because later on we see Sir Cole sort of see the backside of Mrs. Claus and he's go- he goes like, oh, old cone. And then she turns around and it's not her. Because she's wearing the same clothes as her. Exactly. True. So and she her- body snatches people in time. That's and and Santa Claus or the husband, he doesn't notice that yeah. the lady next to him has changed appearance. So I think it's more like maybe only some people see mm. her as the old crone. It's kind of terrifying, honestly. <laughs> I'm I'm not so sure how to feel about this. <laughs> but she was a little bit spooky, I will say, in the forest. Like she looks nice. 
Like the, the way they've styled her and everything. She mm. looks like she should be a nice person. But she was a little bit freaky, I think. So, yeah. so, but <coughs> why? I feel like, okay, I'm going to jump ahead now, but we'll find out. So, you know, they, he, he I'm going to skip forward so we can talk more about yes. the old crone because it's one of the most confusing parts of the book <laughs> or the film, really. So anyway, so uh, Brooke, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, accidentally runs him over or, or crashes into, into mm. him with his car. He's fine. He's no injuries or anything. Mm. But everyone, like the police, and she believes that he is, um, you know, lost his memories, delusional, believes he's a 14th century, or, yeah, 14th century um, mm. knight. She feels really bad for him because he's like, oh, I'm going to go sleep under a tree. No worries. She's like, no, no, come. We, I have a guest house. You'll stay there. So he stays at her guest house. And uh, I don't think she has a job or anything because he sp- she spends the whole days with him, basically, right up until Christmas. But she is a teacher, isn't she? Oh, yeah. So maybe there's, there's this... Uh, break yeah yeah probably. christmas break yeah because Sorry. we do see her interact True. with the student and it's really weird but we'll yes get and also it has no impact on her character <laughs> whatsoever so she could just as well have just been like the mayor or something because mm. of how people treat her but anyways so they spend a lot of time together and feelings start to evolve and um well a lot of time is maybe the wrong phrasing because mm. he has until christmas yes. eve to figure this out and he arrives i think on november or december 19th true so like five days or something yes. so they spend a lot of time in those days <laughs> because they don't seem to leave each other's side really mm. um but and really i feel it's really responsible by the police but anyways so he's trying to figure out like what's my calling like what's my quest and he tries to do you know good deeds basically Mm. in this town how this relates to him and his quest i'm not sure it's really undeveloped but then at least he they they have a kiss basically by the end of it and the medallion starts to glow again Mm. and he's like yay that's my quest we're looking at each other like what's his quest what (laughs) finding a girl was his quest like it's weird um so anyway, so he goes back into his own time again. Mm. And now we're at the end of the film, really. Yeah. And then he's like, no, but I have a lady, he says to his brother. So he goes back. He's just arrived, but he goes back again. To the future. To the future. So I feel like, who is this old crone? Because like, this is my point. This is why I wanted to skip forward. Like, yeah. Who is this old crone who feels like she's justified? <laughs> To go around, because then she, in the aftertext um, portion of the film, she starts to interact with his brother. Yes. And hinting at, like, Christmas Prince movie number two, basically. And I just feel like, who is this woman who feels like she can walk around, time travel, and mess people's lives up, even though they may be happier for the end of it, Mm. but it's still, like, seriously intervening. Like, how does she know that people will fall in love and stay together mm. if she makes them time travel. It's it's not a... I don't think she's very nice, is my point. No. Like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> like, I mean, when he in, when Sir Cole interacts with the crone again mm. and asking to be sent back, he sort of says that, Ivan, I understand now, love is the ultimate nightly virtue or something and i'm just like why and how did you figure this out and 
And also what kind of love. Exactly. Because his kind of love, and I'm not like shitting on people falling in love or anything, but the kind of love, because the medallion glows when he kisses her, not when he's doing any of the other good deeds, which could also be like, well, he, mm. he you know, it's a loving act to save someone from mm. drowning on the ice or, or making sure that they um, have presents at Christmas, you know, poor, helping poor people. Um, but it's it's him actually falling in romantic love mm. with one person, mm. which then apparently is the virtue then. Because that's my yes. interpretation, yes. just by how they speak about yes. this whole thing. If they were trying to go with the more love in the general sense, then I think they should have done... You know, maybe the medallion should have started to glow, but not enough, maybe, mm. to sort mm. of show signs mm. that, yeah, you're on the right path here. Mm. It's not just about, like wearing a nightly cape it's about like say helping people mm. around but they don't it's really just about kissing Vanessa Hudgens mm. so and that's a selfish kind of love in a way yes it's only between two people yes so how can that be the nightly calling I think I think in my mind it would go against what a knight because a knight is supposed to put aside his own mm. and, and, and do it for something sort of greater I don't know. Knights, in, in my mind, knights are supposed to be more altruistic. Yes. And I, I think... They it, can be romantic, but they yes. can't be two people romantic. Like, there's a lot of romanticism about being a knight. Mm. It's, it's completely about that. But it's not... It's not... Uh, I think you get what I'm trying to... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think if they had sort of established that in his time... He was maybe not happy and maybe not experienced love and everything. And selfish and, maybe? Yeah, even? and selfish. Yeah. And then contrasting that with uh, what he does in the present time, mm. uh, which, as you mentioned, like saving someone from going through the ice, etc. Like all of these things could be, like he, he's supposed to gather all these types of love. Yes. But that's not the point. <laughs> they could even have it, like they could make it super duper simple for people. They could have made it so that there are like, say, four or five slots mm. that could glow. Mm. So when he's like discovering the different facets of like love, mm. then the glow, the glow would be complete yes. and he could travel back. And yes. then he had to make sort of a choice. Yes. Do I want to get back or not? And also, I think because these two people are super nice to each other and enjoy each other's company from the get go. And I think... Now that I, when I heard you like just talking out loud about, you know, mm. I think it should have been enemies to lovers. I yeah. think she, from an obligation, because maybe she's the nicer person yeah. in my version of this film, um, she felt an obligation because maybe she, she's a nice person. So she wants mm. to help him out in the guest house. He kind mm. of trashes her guest house. She's like, oh crap but it's christmas my parents taught me i have to be nice at christmas mm. blah 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 mm. active mm. giving and everything and he's kind of like a a, a knight douchebag who's kind of full of himself because he's just an, because he's a knight mm. and not because he's like actually acting like a knight that mm. would have been a way better film yes way better there we fixed <laughs> a night before christmas <laughs> done <laughs> Yeah, because the issue now is that we see him experience love in his time. He yeah. and his brother. Yes. They have seem to have a very loving relationship. And he had a girlfriend. 
And yeah. he never said that he didn't love her. He no. just said that he had to fulfill... He couldn't court her... Until because, something, yeah. something. So he may have have left her hanging yeah. in the 1300s, which Probably. is also very not very knightly of you, Sir Cole. <laughs> not very knightly. Um, yeah, because, you know, when we're talking about other things in the film, I think the cast is fine. I don't really have major issue with the cast or anything. No. I think they're just like, they don't have a whole lot to work with. No. Vanessa is charming and fine. There was a few moments where I was like, the acting was, choice was kind of weird, but it's still she's she's charming, you know. There's yes. nothing him cute and charming. Zero complaints about the actors. Yeah, definitely. But like you say, they don't have a lot to work with. Yeah. Because as we sort of was speaking of when we were watching it, neither Brooke or Sir Cole really have a character arc. No, like nothing. they barely evolve throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like as an experiment, like. Can you describe Brooke's character to me and in what way she grows? <laughs> like, what is her obstacle that she needs to overcome? And how, in what way does she grow from the time of the film? She needs to learn to believe in love again. <laughs> from, a, from, uh, from one b- breakup. <laughs> exactly. She had a bad breakup and she doesn't believe in love. But this... Mm, 14th century night makes her believe in love again because he's so nice and it wasn't like it didn't seem like it was like a super abusive relationship or something no. it just they just were incompatible yes. so from one breakup she decides that I'm done with love basically well he it did didn't cheat on her oh that's true no that's true I forgot yes. about that okay so that does uh, complicate it a little bit yeah but that's more. That's not so much believing in love again as learning to trust again. I True. Think those are different things. Those are very different things, and that should have been used then differently. Yeah. Well, she did trust him to drive her car, <laughs> yes. so maybe she did grow, or maybe she should have grown and not <laughs> given him the keys to her car. But that's another issue. But, I mean, to be honest, okay, so she does kind of fall in love with Sir Cole. Yes, I, I, I do kind of get that. He's very charming yes. and, and cute and everything. He's but... a time traveler. Who wouldn't fall in love with a cute time <laughs> exactly. traveler? Like, honestly, it's... But if her reasons for distrust and sort of not believing in love is because her previous boyfriend cheated on her and they had a bad breakup, Sir Cole really has in no way shown her that he's not going to cheat on her. Like, we don't believe he will because he's very, you know, knightly and everything. But that hasn't True. been put to the test. Their relationship generally weren't put through any no. ordeals no. in any way. You know, I think that could be fine. But then I think they would have to sort of work together against something else, which they also mm. don't need to do. It's a very... There's no conflicts, really. No. When no. I think about it, there's no conflicts anywhere. And they hint at something being a bit troublesome. That's one of the, what do you say, neighborhood people not having um, a stable financial mm. situation. Mm. Um, and also, the, but, but that's not, that's sorted off screen. So that's also yes. not something yes. they need to solve. And they do that in a kind of res- disrespectful way also, which we talked yes. a little bit about. Yes. Would you mind going through that? 
Okay, so there is... Brooke's niece has a friend. And when they're playing out in the snow, the friend doesn't have any gloves. Oh, she does have gloves. She does have gloves, but yeah. they're not very good, she says. <laughs> you you wear the gloves you have. Like, this is... <laughs> and and Brooke's niece, I think her name was Lily, she she sort of questions this. And, and uh, like, why, why can't you just ask your dad for new gloves? Mm. And uh, Because the girl has um, a single lad who's taking care of yeah. them. Their mother is dead. Um, and she's sort of like, oh, you know, dad kind of gets obsessed when we ask for things mm. the, the, the implication is that because he can't afford them yeah. uh, he has four kids and two jobs and it's very uh, uh, sort of they're in a, in a not great situation there yeah, and the mother died yes yeah. exactly Brooke and her sister figures this out so they decide to oh we should pitch in because they have this sort of charity Christmas thingy. I don't know exactly what it was. Okay, now I'm again jumping in here to nitpick and question the logic of it. Yes. Because she said that her father had made this dinner thing happen. Yes. And it was it was originally for people who didn't have anywhere to go. Mm. So they could go there, have dinner and just have a place to be on mm. Christmas. And it was free. And then she said, but then it grew or something like this. And now we charge a sum for it and the money goes to people in need. And I was like, but you had it in the beginning for people who needed a place to go because they were lonely and maybe they couldn't afford, you know, the type of amenities that this place had on Christmas food. But now you're charging for it so that the money then goes to maybe an charitable organization mm. who then need to arrange so what on earth mm. happened here couldn't you have people come and also some who would like to could donate mm. now it's like now it's one of those like the met gala kind of uh, <laughs> charitable things where you pay yes. Yes. <laughs> i don't know it was weird to me right? they sort of together decide to um uh, pay f- or, or they, they use the money from that to get presents for yes. these children yes. uh, and they do that without speaking to the father yes so it's sort of a big surprise because he's been helping with this event yes and now they sort of say now we're gonna give it back to you <laughs> it's it's really strange because like the respectful thing would be to go to him and say we've wanted to do something because we've noticed that you're yeah. in you're in like a, a, a rough situation yes. right now and you've, you've helped so much with this we would like to do this for you would, the, would you be okay with that? Mm. Or would you even like to say that it's from you mm. and you can have those gifts mm. at home, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, but they don't do that. They just no. sort of... And the thing is that he, the father, he seems very moved by this and sort of happy. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, I would be offended. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be... You're saying that I can't take care of my family. It's like, it's like equal parts. I probably, I'd be, I see where you're coming from. Mm. So I appreciate you, but this isn't the way. So I'd be equal parts offended and thankful, I think. Mm. It would be really emotionally <laughs> weird <laughs> for me, I think. Uh, like... Wouldn't you talk to someone who's in who's in trouble like that? Mm. Wouldn't you mm. talk to them and mm. not jump them with a surprise like that? It's weird and, and, and it, it does sort of paint them all in a uh, in a light where they don't come off as very nice people in a way. Or sort of like detached rich people who don't quite understand mm. how 
economic struggle looks like. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, <Yes. laughs> that's how they will come off. Especially with the amount of lights they put in their yards as well. Like oh, that's God, an yes. insufferable amount of electricity to use up. But anyways. <laughs> well, I wanted to pitch in one yeah. thing. Because as I was um, going to bed last night, I was on Letterboxd and I was writing a review for this and writing it and everything. And one thing that sort of struck me was that we don't have a bad guy in this. We don't have an antagonist. No, the the closest thing is Lady Alice on the neighbor. <laughs> yes. And she is she called, she is slut shamed for the first f- first thing which <laughs> is not very nice. But anyways, that's the closest. And she appears like three times. Tops. Yes, because one we see her sort of on, in the distance. She's watching Brooke and Sir Cole and she's sort of like, oh, what's, what's that man that Brooke has brought home? Yeah. You know? And then the third time she goes up and interacts with them and sort of flirts yeah. with Sir Cole and she asks him out to something, I don't remember, some event, I think. I think first she asks him out if he would like to come caroling. Yes. And he says, no, I can't on that occasion. Mm. Um, which he does just because he thinks that jealous Brooke will not like him participating mm, mm, mm. which i think is fair because when the neighbor asks it it's it's intended for just him yes and she's obviously very interested in him so i yes. think fair enough yes that, you know yeah and the second time they interact is when she comes up with a mistletoe in exactly her hand. but and, then and that's she, the third scene she appears is in. that the third scene yes. yes but then um she gives she gives him him the mistletoe yeah she kind of figures out that it's a lost cause yeah. she can't charm him yeah. so he because she sees she sees him watching Brooke and she's sort of like oh okay oh yeah yeah he wants her okay fine have the mistletoe and go for it I yeah, guess yeah because so. I don't think she realized that when they when they first no. interact because no. he really was just a a guest in mm. he, in her guest house mm. there were no so I, I think her flirting with him initially was kind of fine mm. actually mm. and then she so not even who's and, and also, again, uh, Brooke slut shames her uh, for no reason, really. Um, <laughs> I'm side-eyeing you, Brooke, for that comment. Um, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, so that's like the largest uh, antagonist we have. That's it. Um, there's not even one in like the, the, the 14th century, which no. would maybe make him want to go back. Like, let's say he... Okay, again, us to you know, rewriting the movie here. But maybe if there was some sort of conflict or enemy or attack, incoming attack or something, and he gets whisked away to 2019, mm. and he knows back home mm. trouble is brewing, mm. that would also complicate things, because then he would need to go back. Yes. Like he's starting to see a life for himself here, but he wants to go back because he needs to save his brother. And then when he's gone back... And saved his brother. He can then decide what mm. do I want to do, but not even, not even something like that is going on in the background. No, because then could all, that could also lead to conflict and growth, character growth. Yes, I was kind of thinking oh, so because, I mean, you do realize that at some point he's gonna come to this split in the road when he's gonna have to choose of yes. either staying in 2019 or going back to his time. Uh, that's obvious that he's going to get to that point. And I kind of thought that at some point in the movie, they would maybe look up what happened to his brother. Yes, that would be like, you know, 
Day, th- day three at least. Yes. I think that that yes. should have happened. And then maybe he could see that, oh, his brother like died two years after Sir Cole disappeared. And that would make him want to go back and yes. look after his brother. Or he could see that, oh, my brother married and had children and lived happily ever yes. after or something. And that would make him not want to go back. Yeah. Or not feel yeah. that he needed to go back. Yeah. But there's nothing like that. They should have had something, some sort of hook to the past mm. not just his brother alone there should have been something else to it mm. and there was just mm. nothing and I truly feel we could have fixed this movie I believe in us Linnea. we could have made this <laughs> a much better it could have looked the same this is the look they want for the film this type of film like they've got a brand going on could have looked this way could have had the same actors I just want to rearrange things mm. a little bit and mm. add to it to not make it so sickly sweet mm. and I don't mind sickly sweet at times <laughs> it just it can't be you can't be forced fed donuts the entire time for like no. one and a half hour you need to have some crisps in there because if you eat 10 donuts in a row and they're all really really sweet yes you in the end you're not going to notice how sweet they are exactly but if you if eat you... a piece of salt in between yes. then the next donut you, you eat is going to and donuts. Experience. Crisps yeah. and donuts. Yeah. That's what you need. You can't have just donuts or just crisps in a movie like this. You need both to make a perfect evening. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, any other nitpicks? Any other things that you want to... I mean, into? I feel like we kind of overanalyzed this movie. Completely. It's not, it's not a film you should overanalyze. We've really done a number on it and I'm not sure we should... <laughs> It's, it's because it's it's it delivers exactly what it looks like yes. it's supposed to deliver when you yes. watch the poster. It's it's exactly what you think it is, and 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 for that, you know, it succeeded. Yes, it succeeded. Um, I think you quoted a letterbox review on a different Christmas movie, mm. which said this is both five stars and a half star at the same time (laughs) and and i would say the same about this film it's like both at the same time and that's that's why it evens out with me i guess um i mean we were reading other letterbox reviews for this that sort of said that oh you know this unvaccinated oh yes that one was great he, he will die soon. Yeah. Like, I, it was like, I can't wait for this unvaccinated 13th century yeah. man to get the measles or something. I mean, even just a regular cold just and he's going to be knocked cold. out. Any cold and he will... But that's not the fantasy. No. No. Nope. And you know, I'm, I'm a massive fan of time travel things. I think time travel romance and time travel Christmas romance is is a great idea. I think you can make a lot of fun things with it. I love Christmas. Um, I love time travel. So it's... Did it scratch that itch? Barely. But I wouldn't be opposed to, to more of the kind. Just mm. better mm. versions, I guess. I mean, to be fair... This is not the type of movie you go into expecting realism. No, no, no. But I do expect just a little bit more conflict. Uh, yeah, I think I'm done with the Christmas, the, the night before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I think we covered. We've covered uh, most of it, it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So, listener, have you seen the movie? Uh, you can share your thoughts with us at starquestpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you, and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.